the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The White House not ruling out another government shutdown as negotiations over funding for President Donald Trump's proposed border wall hit a snag. Talks aimed at laying the groundwork for President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's second summit continue. The top U.S. envoy for North Korea was back in Seoul Saturday to brief South Korea's foreign minister and its chief nuclear envoy on three days of talks in Pyongyang. Stephen Begun describes those meetings as productive, but adds we have some hard work to do before the second summit between President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un in Vietnam's capital Hanoi at the end of February. The State Department says the two leaders will seek to advance the commitments they made at their first summit to complete denuclearization, transforming U.S.-North Korean relations, and building a lasting peace on the Korean Peninsula. Ben Thomas, Washington. More details at srnnews.com. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. The Closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network continues next year on The Patriot. Glad you are with us right now. You have a chance to win a copy of our February book of the month. It's called Obstruction of Justice, How the Deep State Risked National Security to Protect the Democrats. It's by Luke Rosiak, and you can enter for your chance to win by joining the Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. It's free to join. Lots of great perks. Check it out. The Freedom Fan Club, am1280thepatriot.com. Two to four inches possible today. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm 1280 Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And feel free to check out our Facebook page at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And give it a like if you haven't done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Terminator N, I think uh, there's someone speaking at the Klobuchar uh, rally. If you got the Facebook Live up, 
Um, as soon as you want to bring that audio up, please feel free to go ahead. Okay, that's. I actually see somebody speaking, but uh, maybe my videos, maybe my videos behind in my life. Who's to say? Let but, me try refreshing everything. Okay, yeah, that's that's fine. We we were anticipating uh, Jason Rarick to join the broadcast. Jason was recently elected in Senate District Eleven, which covers East Central, uh, the east, uh, the central part over to the east part of the state. Uh, starting like in like uh, Pine City, where Jason's from, up to Cloquet, up to that area. Uh, he was re- he was elected in a special election this past Tuesday. We're going to have Jason join us at 2 o'clock. Uh, unfortunately, we aren't able to get a hold of him, but we'll continue to try. Uh, as Terminator ends refreshing the video, uh, I'm going to have him keep calling, too. He said, ah, I'm kidding, Jay. I'm kidding, Nick. One thing at a time here. <laughs> but uh, uh, we'll try to get a hold of him uh, for uh, the 2.15 segment. And if not, then... Uh, you know that's that's all fine and good, but uh, uh, Amy Klobuchar again holding a rally at Minneapolis's Boom Island Park uh, started at one thirty. They had a drum line going for quite some time. They just played the national anthem. Looks like a pretty good crowd uh, for being out there in the snow. I got to tell you, uh, you know, Amy Klobuchar obviously has done well in this state statewide election. She's been elected three times, and this most recent time she was uh, elected, she won. I think she won both congressional districts six and seven, okay, which are the reddest congressional districts in the state, and she won both of those. So she's popular in Minnesota, but I'm sorry, the name Klobuchar, I don't know how much uh, pull that's going to have nationwide. We'll certainly uh, certainly keep an eye on it, but we're hoping to get it where she makes the official announcement. Thus far, I've seen uh, Tina Smith. Uh, her colleague in the U.S. Senate, of course, recently elected out of Minnesota to the U.S. Senate. Uh, she spoke. Uh, a mayor from Moorhead, I believe, came on and, and spoke as well. I forget the gentleman's name. But uh, Michael Medved had an interesting perspective on this, uh, indicating that with Amy Klobuchar and Beto O'Rourke both preparing to enter the presidential race for the Democrats, it's more likely than ever that Joe Biden wins the nomination. With a dozen candidates splitting the young and fresh vote, Joe should hold the 30% or more who prefer somebody old and stale or at least familiar. Uh, You know, from a sheer number standpoint, if you've got all these young and fresh candidates staying in the race, like uh, Kamala Harris, Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, and then Amy Klobuchar and Beto O'Rourke, you know, even though Amy Klobuchar has now been in the Senate for 12 years, she was just elected her third term. Nevertheless. Okay, we got that? All right, there we go. We'll kind of listen in a little bit, see if we get an announcement. Amy started by recalling her own father's struggles with alcoholism. And then, with dignity and clarity and effectiveness, she honed in on the key question that she and our entire country were grappling with. Which is? The truthfulness of this nominee and his fitness to serve on the highest court in our land. And he failed this test. But Amy, Amy showed that the rule of law should still matter. And as she said, the Constitution does not say we the ruling party. It says we the people. Now the Democrats have a, have a tendency to, Amy, to drop a curse word. Of the United States. So be sure to have the dump button ready in case. Thank you for being here. Minnesota, make some noise for Senator T- Tina Smith. Well, that was Tina Smith. Okay. 
please welcome to the stage Lieutenant Governor Peggy and Governor Tim Walsh. Wow, they're bringing out the big hitters for this one. What a beautiful day. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, I need, my name is Peggy Flanagan, and I am really proud to be your lieutenant governor. And I am proud to be the highest ranking Native American woman elected to executive office. There's the identity politics drink. And you know, here in Minnesota, we love Prince, is that right? Absolutely. So you know, when the stage manager called Prince right before his halftime show in the Super Bowl. He's like, there's going to be a little rain. And he said, can you make it rain harder? And here's the deal, y'all. Can we make it snow harder? Yeah, some of us have to drive home, you know. So what a better place to honor the past to look ahead and launch a national campaign. Look at the past. I thought these were progressives. Some civility. Some decency. Amy Klobuchar's staffer is not available for comment. Honesty to politics. You know, and Amy knows how to find higher ground. And the way that we find that higher ground and we rise above is to find common ground. It's working across lines of difference to do good for people, and our senator and our next president is ready to do that work. Is that the official announcement? Our next president? You know, my, okay. journey, um, my journey into politics began when one of our brightest our brightest, most brilliant stars left us. And I learned from Senator Paul Wellstones, who... That's At, right, you can give it up for Paul. Actually, it's pronounced... Wellstone! It's Wellstone! Exclamation Sheila. point. That's right. It's pronounced... <laughs> Wellstone! You can give it up for Paul and Sheila. And his last campaign, their last campaign, was my first. And I learned, and I know that Amy knows, that we all do better when we all do better. That's right. That means all of Isn't us. Isn't that a socialist every mantra? Every single one. Every person from the heartland to the deep south. And that's Amy's call to, is to leave no one behind. So here's what I know. I am proud to be Minnesotan, and I know that you all are too, and that when Amy Klobuchar has, is announcing her campaign today, that we are showcasing what we do well in Minnesota, which is we are not intimidated by a little snow. Okay, was that it? I think the video quality is just buffering or something. Okay, but that's fine. That we'll, we'll we'll just stop it right there. That's perfectly fine. So we may pick it up on the other side if he, um, if indeed Amy, if we if we try to get uh, Senator Klobuchar's uh, official announcement. But uh, yeah, it did. It, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion. She's going to run uh, for president in in twenty twenty. And you know, I I remember her dad uh, fondly. He uh, wrote. He was a obviously Star Tribune columnist for many many years, and he actually wrote a book entitled, Will the Vikings Ever Make the Super Bowl? This was like back in the late 70s. 
or make it to another or win a Super Bowl. I, I can't remember if it was win a Super Bowl, make another Super Bowl because they had just lost their fourth Super Bowl, and uh, he had, and so they were. This was obviously still fresh in people's minds um, about you know still fresh in their minds. Yeah, here it is. Will the Vikings ever win a Super Bowl? Uh, will the Vikings ever win the Super Bowl? And this came out just after the Vikings lost their uh, uh, fourth one because it was an inside look at the Minnesota Vikings of 1976, which, of course, was the last team to go to the, to go to the Super Bowl. And not only have the Vikings not won a Super Bowl, they haven't been back since then. Okay, So I remember Jim Klobuchar fondly. I, I checked this book out constantly in the library when I was in elementary school, you know, when I was a kid. And uh, uh, I don't know why I was such a glutton for it, but uh, maybe because I kept reading the book and maybe I hoped the outcome would be different. Maybe I hoped just one time when I checked it out that uh, they would actually win the Super Bowl, but to no avail. <laughs> so, so then when Amy gets in and runs for senator in 2006, I immediately recognize the name Klobuchar. And that's how we are as Minnesotans. We like our familiarity, our old home folks. You know, oh, Klobuchar, I, you know, I read her dad when uh, I used to get the Minneapolis Star and Tribune all those years, you know. And, you know, like Dayton, Governor D- when Mark Dayton ran for governor, oh, you know, my, my grandparents used to shop at Dayton's. That was pretty cool, you know. And this is how some Minnesotans are. Not all of them. I don't want to impugn the character of all Minnesotans, for crying out loud. We're not all uniformly loony. All right, and I'm not saying all Democrats vote for these people for superficial reasons, okay? But there is that, for some reason, that there's that ilk of Minnesotans who vote for these candidates for superficial reasons. That's how we got Governor Ventura 98, Jack. You know, same same type of thing. And so the point is, can Amy Klobuchar's popularity extend outside of the state of Minnesota. I mean, like I say, she's done very well here in this state. Like I say, this her most recent election, she won the red, two reddest congressional districts in the state, congressional districts six and seven. Okay? And obviously, no presidential candidate ever goes, Democrat presidential candidate ever goes into a campaign worrying too much about Minnesota. Okay? Amy Klobuchar especially won't have to. But will her appeal go outside of that? You know, we'll see. Because... She was already kind of touting her down-home, uh, simple-life qualities when she went in the Senate. Like, that was her big thing when her when she was first elected in 2006. You know, I bet you I'm the only senator that drives a Saturn. You know, and then, of course, she always touts how she wins the tater tot hot dish competition every year and how she's so funny. You know, she's just this crack-up and how she tries to be self-deprecating. I re- she talks about how she went to lunch one time and— she was pouring herself a bowl of clam chowder soup, and she didn't realize that it was actually a bowl full of ranch dressing. Ha ha, that Amy, real funny, you know, self-deprecating, kind of trips over herself. But yet George W. Bush or somebody does like something like that, and he's stupid. All right, so it was pretty early on that the, the battle lines were being set, battle lines were being drawn. And I don't know if this was in the back of her mind one day that she was going to run for president, but I wouldn't be shocked if it were either. Uh, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll see if we can maybe get Senator Klobuchar live at her big rally at Boom Island Park in Minneapolis. And we're here to take your calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Grab a 
grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for cops from Lucky's Stations. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's W-O-W-1-1 to 88988. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Right now at Blue Ox Heating and Air. BOGO. Buy one, get one free. Buy one high-efficiency furnace and get one air conditioner free. Plus financing available with 18 months no interest. Some restrictions apply. Call for complete details. Offer ends February 28th. BOGO, BOGO, BOGO. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. I got a rice cooking in the microwave. Got a three-day Welcome back, Cam. 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Terminator in, I send you a new video. Looks like Amy's speaking right now. Yeah, I think I'll make me some right now. Yeah, Amy Klobuchar live from Boom Island Park. Uh, why don't we take the music down and then go to that uh, video right now? Peggy Flanagan, highest ranking Native American state official in Identity politics. Drink. Our congressional delegation, thank you. Mayors, commissioners, legislators. Oh, I forgot. My dad, who's 90 years old. God bless him, Jim. And you always want to thank your in-laws. Bill and Marilyn from Mankato. Thank you, Dudley D., who traveled with Prince for so many years for being here. Hey, if Prince could do that halftime show in all that rain, 
I can do this in this snow. Oh, it's snowing out there? No, no speaker has mentioned that Sounds in the last blackness. 20 seconds. Thank you, Rabbi Zimmerman. Thank you, friends from across the country. This is why we live here. Thank you, greater Minnesota. Thank you, our suburbs. And thank you, the twin cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. We are gathered here today. On this beautiful so Mississippi like she was going to go to the Prince song. Yeah. Let's go crazy. We are gathered here today running straight to talk about the middle of our country life. through the heartland. Seriously, didn't it? It takes its name from the Native American word for the father of waters. It starts small up north. And like so many of you as a kid, I got the thrill of going up there and claiming that I jumped clear over the Mississippi <laughs> River. It then gets wider as it flows down here to the Twin Cities and then to Wisconsin, where my mom was born. And then. Oh, got a down demagogue in the Midwest now. Oh, all right, there we go, Wisconsin, Iowa. Just got to get them all in. A place where we in Minnesota like to go south for the winter. <laughs> or at least I do. Or already kissing up the Iowans. A state that boasts a lot of extraordinary presidents. From and sanctuary Abraham cities. Lincoln to Barack Obama. Abe was a Republican. Then that river Did she know meanders that? down to St. Louis. Well, you'll find a big arch, a gateway that honors our country's pioneers. Onwards to Kentucky. She's seriously going to name all 50 states? We're having some buffering issues again. Okay. I was going to say, North and South Dakota doesn't get any love? I mean, I know they're, they're, they're probably states that aren't going to vote for her, but man. Onwards to Kentucky. Kentucky oh, she, had talked to, she got Kentucky in there. You're not going to win Kentucky, Amy. Don't, uh, don't try to pander to the Kentuckians here. Trees pioneers. Onwards to Kentucky. It's stuck there. I don't know why. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So Amy Klobuchar, uh, I, I, I don't know if she officially announced that she was running, but it's, it's assumed that she's gonna that she's gonna run, so uh, you know that'd be that'd be kind of a buzzkill. All those people come out there, and she says, "I've decided I want to remain in the Senate because we're gonna get the majority back, and we're gonna hit back at the Trump judges." We got it back. If you want me to pot it up here, yeah, yeah. Here we go. We start in this place, where about a mile downriver on a beautiful summer day, a big bridge collapsed into this river. Oh, boy. We're going to demagogue this now? I said on that now? day that a bridge just shouldn't fall down in the middle of America. Not one of the busiest bridges in our state. Not a bridge just a few blocks from our home where John and Abigail and I drove over nearly every day. But it happened. And suddenly the eyes of the nation were on we didn't raise state. taxes enough? And that That's where day, she going America with this? America saw in a very visceral way that everyone matters. Everyone. They saw it in that off-duty firefighter Ooh, who that's, dove into that's a the controversial water statement these days. All lives matter, again, you know. Looking through those cars and trucks submerged for survivors. They saw it in the story of Paul Exted, the semi-truck driver who sacrificed his own life by veering off the road to save a school bus full of kids. They saw it in the school staff member Jeremy. Hernandez, who rescued each and every kid on that miracle school bus as it hung precariously next to a guardrail after plummeting 30 feet. 
Later, we worked across the aisle to get the federal funding, and we rebuilt that I-35W bridge in just over a year. That, that's community. That's a shared story. That's ordinary people doing extraordinary things. But my friends, that sense of community is fracturing across our nation right now, worn down by the petty and vicious nature of our politics. Lowest unemployment rate in we a long time, but hey, whatever. Of the shutdowns and the showdowns, of the gridlock and the grandstand. People are tired of sanctuary cities, too. Today, on this snowy day on this island, we say enough is enough. must be governed not from chaos but from opportunity not by wallowing over what's wrong but by marching inexorably toward what's right and it has to start with all of us my family story is like so many of yours on both my mom and my dad's side they arrived in this country with nothing but a suitcase but they made a home here it was cold. <laughs> okay, maybe not as cold as this. Oh, weather, they drink. They didn't know anyone. But like so many immigrants, they wanted a better life for their families. My grandpa worked 1,500 feet underground in the mines up north on the Iron Range. He never graduated from high school. He saved money in a coffee can in the basement to send my dad to college. My dad, who's here at age 90. God bless him. In all seriousness, God bless Jim Got Klobuchar. a two-year degree from Vermilion Junior College and then finished up at the great University of Minnesota. Oh, is the Minnesota Rouser coming now? He became a journalist. As a young, thank you, person cheering. As a young Associated Press reporter, he called the 1960 presidential race for John F. Kennedy. Only after it was stolen from the Chicago. the 1968 conventions. He interviewed everyone from Mike Ditka to Hubert Humphrey to Ronald Reagan to Ginger Rogers. Hubert Humphrey's a big Second Amendment guy, wasn't you know. some abstract idea to my dad. He embraced it. He lived it. My mom, a proud union member, taught, taught second grade in the suburbs until she was 70 years old. Her students, suburbs. now grown, wrong with still city come kids. up to me on the street and tell me she was their favorite teacher. So today, on an island in the middle of the mighty Mississippi, in our nation's heartland, Get to it at a time when we must heal the heart of our democracy and renew our commitment or to the representative common republic. good, I stand before you as the granddaughter of an iron ore miner, as the daughter of a teacher and a newspaper man, as the first woman elected to the United States Senate from the state of Minnesota. My candidacy for president of the United States. There it is. All right. Okay, that's enough, Nick. Thanks. I just want to get to the the big moment there. All right. Uh, from BuzzFeedNews.com, some former aides say that Senator Klobuchar's behavior as a leader didn't just affect her employees, but limited their ability to conduct Senate work, creating a chaotic environment 
where staff were forced, forced to devote as much time to managing their boss's unpredictable anger as they did to governing. She can be just as mad about a crisis with Facebook as she was about uh, being given the wrong clothing for an event, said a second former staffer pointing to the senator's work on issues surrounding Facebook. It will take you just as much time, staff time and energy to put that kind of crisis as you spend on Facebook. The employees all asked not to be named, most because of fear of retribution from Klobuchar, who was first elected in 2006. They were hesitant to describe specific incidents on the record or publish the text of emails because they feared it would make them identifiable to the senator. So, yeah, they still uh, obviously have some <laughs> legitimate fear of uh, A.B. Klobuchar. That is uh, for certain. And there was also a Huffington Post uh, piece that came out about how the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, rebuked Amy Klobuchar for mistreatment of staff. Uh, Minnesota Amy Klobuchar, Senator Amy Klobuchar's mistreatment of her staff began more than a decade ago and eventually caused such concerns that in 2015, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell spoke to her privately and told her to change her behavior, multiple sources to have confirmed to the Huffington Post. Klobuchar, a Democrat who plan, who plans to announce whether she's running for president at a rally in Minneapolis on Sunday, and as we just heard, she did, has faced trouble has faced trouble hiring campaign aides because of her history of mistreating staff. A spokesman for McConnell said that uh, he prefers not to discuss the private conversations he had with other senators. In this case, McConnell also does not remember whether he had this discussion with Klobuchar, the spokesman said. Senator Klobuchar is one of the most brilliant, hardworking members of the Senate, and I was glad to serve alongside her, said McConnell. She's tireless when it came to fighting for the people of Minnesota and the country, and that's why she's such a popular senator back home among her colleagues. Well, it sounds like that conversation that McConnell had with Amy Klobuchar was just mansplaining anyways. So, wait, what's that? That wasn't Mitch McConnell? That was Senate Minority Leader Harry Reid? That actually took her aside and had that conversation with her? Really? Do tell. So when Harry Reid, okay, probably one of the most deplorable, hacktastic senators to serve in the United States Senate in the past half century, has to take you aside and say, eh, dial it back there with a little mistreatment of the staff. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not a good sign. So um, good luck, Cloby, but... I still ain't voting for you. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. You're an anchor, I'm a kite. Napa know-how. Right now, you can get a $20 prepaid Visa gift card by mail with the purchase of a Napa Legend Premium Battery. Its durability and power make it the obvious choice for people who hate getting stranded by a dead car battery. So pretty much everyone. The Napa Legend Premium Battery and $20 back. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. Limit two per household while supplies last. Offer ends 228.19. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. 
Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. I was thinking recently on how much I dislike buying or selling a car or making any large purchases. No matter what happens, I end up thinking I got the short end of the deal. I have a sneaking suspicion that many of you are just the same as me. I'd like to let you know that if you have us in your home, we will not pressure you into anything. We will tell you what we see as your options, but we do not want you to do something that will give you buyer's remorse. Philippians 2 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call today at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Here to take your calls at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show, hashtag NARN Show. Well, that was some good timing. We got, uh, with about four minutes left in the last segment, we got uh, Senator Klobuchar to, uh, on uh, on our airwaves to say that she is running for president in front of a hearty crowd out there at Boom Island Park. So, uh, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how she does. I, I, have a ten- I agree with Michael Medved. I mean, uh, folks like herself and Kamala Harris and Beto O'Rourke kind of will uh, divide up the youth vote. And then if someone like Joe Biden swoops in, he may be the nominee. But, you know, hey. We'll be here talking about it at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But we want to switch gears a little bit and talk to a friend of the broadcast, Greg Scott. If you listen to our broadcast on an annual basis out at Medicine Lake, the Holes for Heroes Ice Fishing Tournament, and you're wondering how in the world can you broadcast from the middle of a frozen lake, well, the technology is uh, put in place by our next guest. It is the aforementioned Greg Scott. We're here to talk a little bit about cybersecurity, of which he's an expert, and has also become an au- a fine author in his own right. I af- actually have a copy of his first, uh, was that your first novel, Bullseye Breach? Bullseye Breach was book number one. Book yeah. number one, yeah. Bullseye Breach. And yeah. the second book that just came out, I'm one of the few who actually has a copy. And yes, I got you a are. signed copy. <laughs> D. Greg Scott's latest novel, Virus Bomb. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And uh, I'm always interested in hearing his perspective on some of the more high-profile technological breaches that come down the pike because there are quite a few, and my question, and Greg could certainly answer this as we uh, 
continue our conversation. Why isn't we never seem to learn these lessons? Greg Scott, oh, good boy. to have you back in the broadcast, sir. Well, Welcome. Thank, well, thanks for having Why do we never seem to you learn these? You want to chew on that right a, away. What, <laughs> what a lead-in. <laughs> you want to chew on that one right away. Feel free, Greg oh, Scott. we but, don't uh, share enough. Well, I, had, I, I was going to share an Amy Klobuchar oh, please anecdote do. first, since, since she's running for president and all. Um, Apple... Apple Apple had a FaceTime bug a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. FaceTime, the app on iPhones where you press some buttons and you talk to your other party over video. FaceTime. Sure. Well, the bug was if you uh, if you do a certain things, someone else could listen in on your call before the other party answers, and that's really bad when people listen in on your private FaceTime calls. We we don't like it when that happens. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that's for sure. So Amy Klobuchar tweeted out to the world, "This is an example of tech companies' lack of lack of caring about people's privacy and this and that and the other and yada yada." The thing is, Amy. Amy, you tweeted about the wrong thing. You tweeted about a bug. There's so much stuff out there you could have tweeted about, but you picked a bug to tweet about. Tweet about tweet about Facebook and, and the deal Facebook made with, with whatever the name of that company was where they sold our information. Mm-hmm. Tweet about Google where they, Google tracks everything we search for, for for everywhere. Tweet about stuff like that, but don't tweet about software bugs. If you're gonna run, if you're gonna be the president of the United States, you gotta know the difference between a software bug and company policy. Now there, there's there's my there's my political speech for the day. Well, she's she's often referred to as senator of small things because she touts this legislation that is very obvious. Nobody would oppose it, and, and I bring, I brought up these examples a lot. And, uh, you know, in one in particular, a law, you know, banning texting while driving. And she stands in front of a picture of a beautiful young woman who was in a car where the driver was texting. The car flipped and this beautiful young lady passed away. And the the optics of this, you can tell she's an attorney because, you know, the impact statement. This is the kind of stuff she does. And I know you weren't here to talk politics, Greg, but I'm just kind of expanding on that a little bit. I know, I know. Politics. Well, there's plenty. There's plenty of there's plenty of cybersecurity stuff on both sides of the aisle. Oh, it's no not, question. It's yeah. not a blue or a red thing, a Republican, Democrat, or liberal, conservative thing. It's a quality thing. Yes, yes, no question about it. So the book Virus Bomb, a novel by D. Greg Scott. Hey, that's you. That's uh, me, yeah. <laughs> Bald guy from Minnesota, right? So, here. Uh, hey, I'm with you on that one, brother. Yeah, I identi- <laughs> identify with Hair that. Hair is optional. <laughs> so what would happen if a nation state really did launch a serious cyber attack against the United States, perhaps as part of something larger? Now, is this based off speculation that something like this, because we are so reliant on technology, is this novel kind of inspired by some of the things, some of the speculation that that could happen, Greg Scott? Um, it's uh, yeah. This no, un, uh, this this novel is pure fiction. There's no there's no single triggering news event for as, now. For now, yeah, yeah. As, as there was with the other novel. There's no historical news event. Um, we do depend on technology a lot, but even more than depending on technology a lot is we lack vigilance around security. Mm, yes, and we we don't. There's so many people out there that want the Department of Homeland Security. If only the Department of Homeland Security would just do a little bit more, <laughs> then we'd all be safe. Right, well, right. I'm polite here because this is Minnesota. And it's we're always nice. a government uh, yeah. bureaucracy. If they just do more. Yeah, yeah. That's hogwash. H-O-G-W-A-S-H, capital H, hogwash. And there's, there's stronger yeah. words for it we of can course. say off the air. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to look... I, I, I'm going to give your listeners the best, most valuable tool to find the most important cybersecurity person in the whole world. Here's, it's called a mirror. 
Hold mm. up the mirror and look at and look inside that mirror. You are the most important person for cybersecurity in the world. There is no substitute for good old fashioned human judgment at the grassroots level. And that's just that's just the way it is. In the today's world, everybody's interconnected with everybody. It's the twenty first century and the internet's here to stay. Yeah, no question about it. Now, uh, we, we've we talked about some of these high-profile security breaches before. There was uh, uh, obviously the one uh, Target several years ago where a lot of co- consumers' personal information, uh, the Office of um, uh, Personnel Management at the federal government level. Oh, yeah. How many hundreds Trump, of Trump, thousands? Trump hotels. We'll yeah. pick, oh. on, pick on both Trump sides hotel. of the Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> what from what you've been able to ascertain, what's kind of the – one common issue for all of these is it that personal lack of personal responsibility lack yes. of personal judgment we keep making this well two lack of personal responsibility is one and another one a biggie is nobody shares if you go and ask anybody from any of these big data breaches what happened what went wrong what steps are you going to take to fix it and 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 what are you going to ensure that it ha- never happens again they don't talk nobody nobody talks nobody talks about this stuff why they all well, I have my speculation. The official reason... That's why you're here, Greg Scott. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. The official reason is the incidents are under investigation and mm-hmm. law enforcement doesn't want us to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. But I'm here to tell you the real reason is everybody's too embarrassed about, about how That's they fair. got hit. So, okay, you want an example? Uber, the ride-sharing Uber? Yep. Uber. Somebody penetrated Uber and stole a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of customer data and pr- private information, stuff like that. Uber paid the guy $100,000 to shut up. Really? Really. Okay. Really. You can look I mean, look that up. Just search for Uber breach. It's all it was all over the news. And and the guy the guy at Uber, this the chief security officer at Uber, guess where he came from before Uber? Lyft? Facebook. Oh, okay. I was close. <laughs> you were close. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stuff like that. That's the that's the reason that we keep getting penetrated. Bad guys spend all day long probing the Internet looking for weaknesses, and then they spend all night long talking to each other about how to make their probes better for the next day. Good guys don't spend anywhere near that time collaborating. We just we just go off into our own little corners and, and think the world's going to be better because maybe the Department of Homeland Security will take care of us. Well, that ain't going to happen. You've got to take care of yourself. Now, is this something that, uh, obviously, in your experience consulting with other organizations, is this something you try to emphasize with them? And oh, and if I, so, what's their response? I stand on the table and pound on the wall. Sounds like you should. Head yeah, against yeah. the wall. <laughs> Mostly they ignore it. Uh. <laughs> oh, Greg, we don't want to spend money on that. It's not national security. We're just a little such-and-such company. Nobody, nobody cares about our data. People. <laughs> People. Nobody might care about your data. But they do care about somebody else's data, and you're a path to that other target. That's one, that's one issue. The other issue is they might care about your money. Mm-hmm. And if they can get inside your network and scramble all, all the files in your system and you don't have any backup, well, the only way you're going to get it back is to pay some money to a friendly customer support person in Bitcoin that's anonymous on the other side of the planet. But so, virus bomb, the stakes are way bigger than just Twinkie credit cards and money and stuff like that. Virus right. bomb, people die. And now you're talking. I'm I'm very intrigued by this. Now uh, Jerry Barkley is a Minnesota IT contractor. And by the way, uh, any resemblance to real people living or dead is purely coincidental. <laughs> this Jerry Barkley, uh, an IT contractor. He's a, he's a bald guy too. <laughs> oh, well, one of us. We like it. Yeah, I like it already. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to earn a living for his family, and he's about to find out. He's no superhero. He worked for the government. He knows he nothing. He never about, worked for the government. Or he's not. Uh, he never worked for. The never government. worked for the government. Sorry, I'm reading too fast. Here. Yeah. He never 
worked for the government. He knows nothing about international espionage. Ooh, very intriguing, Greg Scott. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and continue. I'm going to start He's, this yeah, book Yeah, Jerry here. Barkley's about as far from James <laughs> Bond as it gets. But here's, you know, maybe he is a superhero after all. This, this hit me in the middle of the night. This is just such a cool line. Real superheroes are ordinary people who step up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's one of the cool things about Virus Bomb. Ordinary uh, people who do extraordinary things, right? right? Well, that's yeah. what, that was Amy Klobuchar's line. It was, I used the, the same line, too, but now I'm going to say who stepped up. <laughs> since, since I don't wanna, Fair enough. I don't want to chair with a politician I get it. on I either get it. side of the aisle. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. So yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're partisan in, in the, here, but you can be as a, as a nonpartisan, bipartisan as you want, Greg Scott. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, I have political opinions, too, but I, I, my political opinions are no more valuable than anybody else's, and I've seen too many, there, yeah. too many people from Hollywood with their platform share their opinions from most of which I disagree with and so on. We'll we'll stick to cybersecurity that I know about. I'm but, I'm good at that topic. That that is fair. That is fair. Now obviously in your work in uh, in cybersecurity and seeing a lot of these incidents now, uh is that would that be fair to say that's what in, inspired you to write this or did someone have to encourage you, hey Greg, with all your experiences, these <laughs> sound like great books. I mean, what was what was kind of your initial oh, inspiration pe- for becoming an author, Greg Scott? People had to hold me back from writing. Is that right? I okay. wish I, I wish I would have started this a whole lot sooner. Yeah. I um way back way back in the year two thousand, in November two thousand, I was teaching myself Linux. And I ran a DNS server, DNS, Domain Naming System. It's the software that translates IP ad- names to IP addresses. Okay. If, if I want to know where Brad Carlson lives, I look up Brad Carlson in the phone book. Here's your address and phone number. Sure. Think of DNS as kind of like a phone number on the Internet. More complicated than that, but th- think of it that way. Okay. Well, I'm a dyed-in-the-won't-do-it-yourselfer from changing oil in my car, fixing my car to all the tech stuff. <clears throat> as a cybersecurity person, I ought to know how to do some of this stuff myself, right? So I set up my own DNS server in my basement, and one day my wife, Tina, said, Greg, why is the Internet so slow? And I said, I don't know why it's slow. Well, I went to look, and it turned out somebody had compromised my DNS server. Mm. Somebody outside had gotten inside my network and compromised my server, and that really made me mad. And uh, it's, it's, it's the feelings everybody goes through when somebody invades your house, except they invaded my house over the Internet. Right, right. I had some friends who worked for a company called Mission Critical Linux at the time, and it's since been bought out. But I called them for help, and they said, Greg, you've got to call the FBI, because if the FBI finds out what's going on, they'll come get you, and next thing you know, you're going to end up in Guantanamo. Well, this was before 9-11, but you're going to end up in jail sure. somewhere. Yeah. And what I'd found out is that my DNS server was part of a, an attack against the government of Brazil in oh South America. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> From the basement of my house in Minnesota. That I is a ready-made novel, Greg Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got to tell you, yeah. Well, it was, I mean, it was just, it wasn't anything sophisticated. I was just flooding them with ICMP packets. <laughs> is all. But sure, my 144 yeah. KB of IDSL, I don't think anybody in Brazil would even know or care. But I, I, I that was a long time ago, and this was, we, we all have our learning experiences. This one was mine. I called the FBI. November, whatever it was, 2000, I called the FBI, and I talked to a dispatcher, and I had to explain to her what the Internet did. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, I said, listen, she said, 
She said, do you know who did this to you? And I said, no. Well, how much money did it cost you? Well, it hasn't cost me anything yet, just time and trouble. But somebody's attacking Brazil with my stuff. I'm sure you guys have people that are good with computer forensics, right? She said, oh, yes, we do. I said, well, I want to talk to them. She said, well, they're all busy right now. They'll call you back. I said, great. Call them, have them call me back. Here's my phone number. That afternoon, nobody called me back. Oh, I called the FBI again later that afternoon, and they had no record that I'd called in the morning, and the guy blew me off. They're all busy. Go away. I rebuilt my DNS server, Lesson Learned. I wrote, a, I wrote a column for a magazine called Enterprise Linux, and I wrote this all up. The last line in the column said, I really wish the FBI would have been sharper than that. Three months go by. Three months. November or February of 2001, I get a call from the Minneapolis FBI office, and, and the person who called wanted to help me troubleshoot my problem. <laughs> I laughed. I said, yeah, I'm going to shut down my whole operation for three months while you guys dink around with this. That was one experience with the FBI of many. That kind of stuff prompted me to write Virus Bomb and other books. Fantastic. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. We're live with author Greg Scott. He, the author of Bullseye Breach and his latest entitled Virus Bomb, talking cybersecurity, all sorts of intriguing stuff. And we'll be back with one final short segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Listen, baby, I'm going to love you right AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show. Here, every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work. Because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988 at 4imprint. We make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. It may not require a textbook but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Randy from Arby's here. 
You know, we give your computer problems the boot, but did you know we service business office computers and servers at your location? RVs can also set up business networks and firewalls to protect your equipment at your business. We'll even move data and accounts for you. We'll focus on the technology so you can concentrate on your business. Giving your computer problems the boot. RVs Computer Service. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Briar Lake. The Horse and Hunt Club is one of the premier sporting facilities in the world. Memberships are available, but sporting clays are open to the public. And don't forget to stop by Triggers for lunch or dinner. Visit horseandhunt.com. Welcome back, Game 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with the author Greg Scott, his latest book entitled Virus Bomb, a novel. Greg, a cybersecurity expert, talking all things cybersecurity, books, whatever else. And by the way, if you go to bradcarlson.org, look at the post promoting today's broadcast. I've linked to Greg's website as well as the link where you can pick up the book. And again, entitled Virus Bomb. Uh, Greg, we only got about five minutes uh, left in the broadcast. So much we could uh, talk about, obviously. But one of the things we kind of talked a little bit off air is some people, you know, they hear these high-profile breaches. And, you know, like I, I, I reference off in the Office of Personnel Management, the big breach that took place a few years ago with the federal government, hundreds of thousands of names. And people say, wow, that's awful. But they shrug it off. Hey, I don't work for them. Or hey, I haven't shopped Target recently. I know they were a victim of a breach or uh, this local, this caribou coffee. I don't drink coffee. doesn't infect me. But uh, you can uh, you argue that uh, it actually can have an impact on your everyday life and people shouldn't be so dismissive, Greg Scott. Absolutely. Um, in Virus Bomb, Minneapolis is a, is a, seems to be a center for recruiting, peop- recruiting people to go to work for ISIS and for um, that other place in Africa. I have a – there's a character – the virus bomb is pure fiction, but I did a whole bunch of research around this character. My Brian Cox, is, is he's, a, he's a shade of gray character, not a good guy, not a bad guy, a shade of gray character. He's a high school senior at fictional, fictional Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Jefferson High School. There is no such high school in the real world. This is pure fiction. But Brian is a Muslim in an in a, in a area where there's not hardly any Muslims, and he gets picked on mercilessly. And because he gets picked on mercilessly, he makes some really, really, really bad choices. And those choices threaten a whole bunch, end up feeding a scenario that threatens a whole bunch of lives all around the United States. Mm. And Brian turns out to be a partial victim himself. And you're just going to have to read the book to see how that goes. So hope maybe that'll entice you to go, <laughs> to go, go download a copy. But ebooks, you can get ebooks today. And, and, um, there's right at only a couple dozen paperback books in the world right now, but paperbacks will be out in May. But download an ebook right now. That'll be really cool. So Brian, Brian ends up thinking that he's going to work for this terrible terrorist group called ISIS. Mm-hmm. But in fact, he's working for somebody else pretending to be ISIS and trying to place the blame uh, uh, on, uh, against ISIS on an awful attack against the United States. Uh-huh. And so these kinds of things do affect real people. And on ISIS recruiting, I can't remember the name of the book now. One of my research books was written by a French reporter who impersonated an impressionable young lady, and ISIS recruited her. And she had some Skype calls with some guy from some mastermind from ISIS on the inside Syria when Syria was really bad. Sure. And now we can't, we don't know her name. We don't know this reporter's name anymore. She has to hide because we have the internet today and people from overseas in Syria, from over in the Middle East and over in, in bad parts of the world, 
they have a long reach over the internet and they can they can find us we are all interconnected and we should all keep that uppermost in our mind one um guys like warren buffett is warren buffett still the richest guy in the whole world or is jeff bezos or bill gates He's one of the richest people. Well, in now the that whole Jeff world. Bezos is going through a divorce, I think he's moving down yeah, the list might, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Warren Buffett doesn't, have, as far as I know, doesn't have any scandals. But Warren Buffett said that cybersecurity is the biggest problem facing mankind today. When Warren Buffett says stuff like that, it seems to me we ought to listen. People should listen. Yeah, I was, I was about to make the definitive statement. People listen, but uh, I don't know. But people should listen. Once again, uh, joined by Greg Scott. Check out his uh, website. Uh, the website is a dgregscott.com. Can you reveal what the D stands for? <laughs> D is in Daniel. Daniel Greg Scott. There's okay. a whole personal story about how why I use a middle name today. And, and that happened when I was five years old. Okay. Actually, this is, yeah, it goes back into politics. Watergate, Watergate, nineteen seventy-two. Richard Nixon, all uh, the the break-in and stuff. Sure. There was E. Howard Hunt, and there was G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I've been using Greg all this time. That first initial makes it makes these guys sound really important. Yeah. I think I'm going to be D. Gregory Scott. That, so that, that's, that's pretty precocious for a youngster, Greg Scott. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> and it just stuck, D. Greg Scott. It is. Well, it uh. stuck with me. And then uh, um, I have to name the website D. Greg Scott because there's an artist named Gregory J. Scott, and he and he lives in Georgia, and he sells his paintings, and he owns gregscott.com. Okay, So gotcha. I registered dgregscott.com, so now I have to do a whole bunch of branding around dgregscott, which he, isn't a big deal. Did he I collaborate on this fine artwork on the book? That would have been a Greg that Scott with cool. Greg. Yeah, that would have no, been pretty he awesome. That was, the, that was the publisher, artwork from the publisher, and it's, it's I yeah, I love that cover. Very it's impressive, great, yeah. yeah. And I have my own personal copy here, even autographed by the author, so I feel privileged. <laughs> uh, uh, once again, joined by Greg Scott. Check out his website, dgregscott.com. There's also a link there as well for where you can purchase the book. Greg, it always goes by too quick. We've had you on a few times. Such fascinating and, uh, at the same time, a eh, little uh, nerve-wracking well, stuff. Me. But uh, we appreciate you coming on the broadcast. Hey, listen, for all your listeners out there, call into the station like right now. Flood the phone line. Say, hey, have Greg back. Have him back. We'll make it happen, Greg. <laughs> Thanks, Don't worry Brad. about that. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. Thank you very much. Thank you. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the broadcast, folks. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. And drive safe. Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here It's so nice now that the kids are asleep Cheers We got the kids, our house, a stable income Checking off all the boxes But there's one box we haven't checked off What's that? Life insurance We don't need to think about that now, we're young That's why now is the best time Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at getethos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm. But then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. <laughs> Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to getethos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. Getethos.com. Getethos.com. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once. Over and over. I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. 
No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.